I'm Michael Beck, the host of the Mike the Mike podcast. If you've been following along with me, it's great to have you back here again. And if you're listening in for the first time, welcome. This is a place to talk about the arts as well as personal well-being. Sometimes I'll talk more about art, all the times I'll talk more about mental and physical health. But regardless of the topic, I hope to encourage greater openness and understanding as I seek to better understand myself and the things and people around me. listen to a clip of an unreleased demo from an unreleased song I titled Don't Touch Your Face, and welcome to episode 31. My lapse episode was my longest uh, solo episode to date, and I really try to keep my episodes to around 30 minutes or less, but I had a lot that I wanted to cover, and I didn't want to drag it out or to stretch it across multiple episodes, so I, I made it longer, and uh, and yeah, so I'm satisfied with how it came together. And at one point I was even, you know, found a way to, uh, you know, tie my conversation into my previous discussion on conflict and conflict avoidance. Uh, so yeah, again, like a, a, a longer episode about a little bit over an hour. Um, so yeah, I, I covered a lot, but, uh, yeah, if, if you, uh, are up for it, I really encourage you to, uh, to listen to that and and yeah i hope that uh, you know something in there will will uh speak to you and and where you're at i yeah covered a, a broad range of topics from my experience turning 30 to oh just a, a number of things so um but yeah moving on um uh i i believe that i Predicted realistically, uh, not cynically, that after the holidays following New Year's, that I would face some event that, uh, sorry, that we would face some event uh, rather nationally or abroad. And, uh, you know, here we are just, you know, not even two full months into the new year, and we see Russian aggression with their attacks on Ukraine. And, you know, it, it once again brings me outside of myself and reminds me that there are are much bigger things than my immediate surroundings and my circumstances. And I live in a globally interconnected world and events taking place on the other side of the world do affect me. And there are human authorities, powers, <clears throat> excuse me, powers at B who have the ability to shape history on a grand scale. I think the saying, uh, well, I, I think of the saying, uh, out of the frying pan into the fire, I guess it's become a bit of a running joke at this point uh, for this generation. I can't say that millennials have seen more hardship than other generations, but I believe it's fair to say that we have seen our share of uh, crises, crises, crises. <laughs> How would you say that? Um, you know, we've watched them broadcast over television now, you know, through the inter inter internet and over social media. And 
you know, we're just flooded with with news stories from terrorist attacks to great national or natural disasters to recessions to shootings, uh, violent acts against ethnic groups, riots, raids on government buildings, the overthrowing of governments, a global state of emergency, and and yes, war. The Cold War seems uh, so long ago, and yet here we are. And you know, how how did people deal with these kinds of events then? And I wonder how we might best respond to them now. All I know is how people are trying to deal with it, with and process what's uh, happening currently. And you know, these are strange times, perhaps made even stranger by the way that people are responding to it. But people cope in different ways, as the saying goes: you either laugh or you cry, and you know, that seems about right. It's so strange to see current events being turned into memes, and I think some people need to be able to laugh about it, and there's often some truth to be found in memes. But I also think about propaganda and just, you know, have memes taken the place of political cartoons or your old, you know, comic strips you'd, you know, find in the newspaper. And I wonder, are they, are, you know, are we really seeing and listening to what's happening? Do we want to get ourselves, you know, we don't want to get ourselves into a hysterical frenzy, um, you know, over what's happening, but we also don't want to be asleep to what's taking place in our world. I've been challenged uh, with what to do and how to respond uh, with, you know, as I have with any of the events that we have faced over the years. I don't want to completely disregard and uh, dismiss the impact that social media can have for better or worse, but you know, I also acknowledge that there's, you know, we're so stimulated and oversaturated with, you know, content through social media and where, you know, we're, it seems like we're rarely ever getting the full story. The algorithm works to show us what it thinks we want to hear. And I believe we just need more examples of folks taking action and putting their money where their mouth is. It's all too easy to make a post on social media to check off a box and tell ourselves that we've done our part. However, I believe there may come a time when each of us are called to do more than make a post, and it's what we choose to do then that will make the difference and reveal our true character. One of the people whom I follow on Instagram is a mental health therapist, and I was very grateful to hear that they received and will be taking an opportunity presented to them to offer free counseling services to individuals in the Ukraine. I recognize that we're not all in such a position with the same skills and opportunity, but I wonder what I, you know, what I can do and what the call to action might be for me. I'm not saying that any of us needs to have the answer right now, but I believe it's something worth starting to carefully consider at this time. E-processing my thoughts here on the podcast seems like the least I can do. I'm wondering if uh, there might be an opportunity here to have a guest or two you know, folks closer to the events uh, taking place, or if I might in some way try to convey what's happening. I'm not trying to play news broadcaster. I just believe that it's important to make whatever is happening personal. It's easy to dismiss and overlook things outside of our immediate family, friends, and our communities. But if we can make it personal, then we'll give it the care and consideration of something that's personal. I'm connected with a number of people through Instagram who are outside of the U.S., but it's oftentimes hard for me to tell where people are either from or where they currently reside. I've 
seen a couple of people share that they are currently in Ukraine. And I had one person who actually uh, is currently in Ukraine who uh, direct messaged me on Instagram. And this does definitely make the events that are taking place feel much closer to home. The individual who reached out to me through direct message uh, was asking me to, through my social media, to share the importance of participating in the dissemination of truths, uh, uh, truthful information um, about the things that are happening in Ukraine and about the danger of Russian aggression for the rest of the world. And this was my response, whether or not I said the right thing or said too much, I don't know, but I wanted to convey my honest thoughts well also letting them know that I care very much for their safety and well-being. I said it's good to hear from you. I've been following the news a bit, but it's hard to know what's really, you know, what it's really like in our country, in your country right now, or rather. I'm grateful that we'll, that uh, you're well enough to send this message. Uh, you'll be in my thoughts and prayers, as have been the other people of your nation. It's hard to know what else to do right now. People in my country seem well aware of the unprovoked hostility from Russia, whether or not they understand the danger of Russian aggression from the rest of the world, I'm not so sure. I saw the way that my country responded to the coronavirus. People want to believe it's nothing to be concerned about. No one wants to go to war, but it seems like only a matter of time before we will be forced to intervene. But timing is everything, and I fear what us waiting to take action might mean. You have my support, friend. My inbox, uh, inbox is always open to you. And so that was my response. I, Yeah, I really don't believe anyone wants to go to war. And again, we've had enough troubles as it is. We just pulled many of our American troops out of the Middle East. Um, but even at, you know, as others have begun fighting, do we recognize what that means? I've already heard people saying things like, fuck Russia and... I just question whether or not that's an appropriate response to what's taking place. The people of the Ukraine have every right to protect their liberty and freedom, but can we support people of Ukraine without dehumanizing the Russian people? I believe this is Putin's initiative. Those who fight with, you know, for him will have to face the consequences and will be accountable for what they've done. But it's not like in video games or in the movies. It's not black and white with good guys and bad guys. We're so accustomed to big blockbusters like Star Wars with stormtroopers, faceless goons being killed off by the hundreds and the protagonists cheering with delight as they slay them. No doubt it's easier to face our aggressors if we don't see them as being like ourselves with our own family and friends. However, it doesn't change the fact that they're still people. There are no nameless victims in war. Each individual who has perished was a person, again, with a name, a face, family, and friends who love them. You know, these are the things that I'm pondering and considering. Things have just begun, and we don't know what's going to happen and how things will play out. Who can say what the future holds for Ukraine, for Russia, and the rest of the world? There is only what we know now with the information we have. We are alive for such a time as this, and the question for each of us is what to do with the time and resources, the skills that we each have at our disposal. Not all of us, I imagine, know someone from the Ukraine or even Russia for that matter, but if we do, the most practical thing might be to keep communications open 
and to offer ourselves as support for those who carry the heaviest burden over what's happening. Then again, we may not know someone currently living in these places, but perhaps we know someone with friends or family members who live over in these countries. This is just me thinking out loud, but I would be very grateful to discuss this further with anyone who is also pondering these things and who is open to talking about it. I understand that we you know, have our own jobs and responsibilities, and those of us with families especially have others in our immediate circle to think about as well. So it's important that we stay well and healthy. Some people may choose to give themselves a break and remove themselves from the news and social media, and I respect that decision. I'm going to end this episode here. Um, I think this has been a, a short one. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, as, as always, remember that your life is precious and that you matter. Thank you for tuning in to Mike the Mike. If you have any comments or have a suggested topic for a future episode, or if you would like to inquire about joining me on the podcast, you can email me at beckm.podcast at gmail.com, or you can direct message me on Instagram at mikethemike.fm. You can find all those addresses mentioned, as well as any related links and citations for this episode listed in the episode's description. Until next time, stay well and take care.